we're back to TV Sport, Tosh and Jerry pod. I got Jerry here by my side as always. Today we got a great pod for you guys. NFL playoffs, Jerry. Super wild card weekend. What a week it was. That was insane. I was on my couch from 10 until 9, back-to-back days. It was amazing. Can't wait for next year. The 17th playoff is a full go in my end. Plus, college football national championship. Bama was fucking amazing this year. Got some takes about Bama. Are they the best college football team in the history of college football? Um, We'll get to that later on. Plus, if we've got time, we'll get to some NBA. We'll see on that. Maybe we'll play it off for the next week, but we'll see. But before we get started here, hit that subscribe button. You'll get this pod on your feed every week. And you don't have to remember to search it because we know you guys are listening to the 2TV Sports Tosh and Jerry podcast every week. Also, give us a rating. Let us know what you think. And check out the Knicks Picks pod starring Nicholas Robin. That guy is hilarious. He's talking basketball and pop culture. And I'm actually going to be on the pod this week. Talk about the HBO Tiger documentary after I'm on with this one with Jerry. Going on that one. Make sure to check that out and watch that HBO Tiger documentary. A bunch of good stuff. You've got Tiger's ex-girlfriend from high school. Little sneak peek. He sent a letter to his ex, his girlfriend of three years saying that he was done with her and focusing on golf and never talked to her again. And she still has the letter. So more on that in the Knicks Picks pod. Uh, Jerry, what do you got? I'm so fired up, man, to talk about football, the Super Wild Card weekend, the natty happened, Tiger Woods. But first, Tosh, as always, you got to be checking out 2TVSports.com. we got a new lineup of articles coming out for this NBA season. You know, hopefully it keeps going with all the COVID stuff. But uh, you got to be checking out that weekly spotlight, dropping every single Sunday night, giving you the best 10 games of the week to watch, the NBA hot take of the week, and, of course, the Friday stock watch. I mean, can't be missing that. Uh, Tosh, super wild card weekend. Uh, I could not have been more wrong on Steelers Browns. I had Steelers blowing out the Browns in like the the rematch from the week prior when they barely when the Browns barely won by two with none of the Steelers starters. Um, what the fuck happened to the Steelers there, man? Dude, right when that first snap went over Big Ben's head, I texted you guys and I said Browns are winning this game. Um, you just knew it. Like I, I had it as my lock of the week. And so we, we normally do this pot on what, like a Tuesday. And so it's, you know, sometimes I'll pick a lock and then I'll start thinking about it more and go back on it. And I really thought when I was predicting it, that Steelers, they, they were out for blood. They were going to show the Browns that the Browns are, you know, the, the, the little sisters of the poor that they never win in Pittsburgh and the Browns had all this COVID going on. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Wait, the Steelers actually aren't that good." And they oh, just they were terrible. So they were they were one and five like the last six games. Uh, you know, the argument was made that the Browns going into it were just playing a, a terrible team, but like everyone was like, "Oh, the Steelers are still going to win because they're that big brother in that division." Like I, I mean, I fell for that too. Like I totally thought the Steelers, and I thought the Steelers were going to cover too. I thought they were going to blow them out. I didn't even think it was going to be close. Um, and it was more of a blowout the other direction, which was stunning like hats off to baker on that yeah and and this is just i mean mike tomlin gets a ton of praise but i've never been a mike tomlin fan and this is just another case in which his team doesn't show up for a big game he just looks so many stupid mistakes you know how is this defense giving up 
how many points was that? Like 45 points 45, or Yeah, it was a lot. To the, to lot the Browns and Baker Mayfield? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, get your <laughs> team in order, Mike Tomlin. Um, it's not like the Browns so I, were completely running all over him. Like, it was a pretty balanced attack. Like, I mean, half of it was the defense scoring on the turnovers and, like, picks. and, and the, Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it's it's just like this is the same Steelers every year. It's the same type of thing happening to them. Um, they're in cap hell next year. Big Ben's got a forty-one million dollar cap hit, and I think he, this so. He team looks is like going... he wants to retire, like on the bench, but he does that every year. And like, how are you going to turn down all that money that's coming to Big Ben next year? I, as a Pats fan, hope that Big Ben takes that deal and stays because it's not like the Steelers are getting better. They have zero run game. Ben's eighty-three years old and looks eighty-three. Uh, yeah. And, Dude, they're going nowhere. And and I've been wondering this for a few years now. What is their plan at quarterback? Because Big Ben's getting old and Mason Rudolph ain't <laughs> it. So, so they're going to have to go somewhere else. But the Browns, dude, all the credit to them. They've got their special teams coordinator at head coach. They've got their shuffling things up. Kevin Stefanski sitting in his basement, probably shitting his pants as that lead just decreased by the minute. Definitely. Um, but they it would have been take... so Browns to blow it too. Like everyone, I mean, yeah. as much as even though they were up twenty-eight nothing early, it was like okay, there's still so much time. But the Browns could easily blow this. Like we, I mean, if any team yeah, is going to blow Mike that, Tomlin had gone for it on that fourth. It was like fourth and like one at the forty, and that, that yeah, took us down punt? like twelve. Yeah, that's absurd, dude. It's like you got to go for that. Um, yeah. they lost. Steelers going home. Cleveland on to Kansas City. Uh, we'll get to that game in a minute. But let's talk about some of these other games in the AFC. Well, so I yes, wanted to go. Well, there's another disappointing one before you move over to the AFC. In the NFC, the Seahawks didn't even show up. It was like they just kind of like showed up to their own home. And we're like, okay, like we're just going to play this football game. Like it looks so nonchalant and casual out there. Like I like, ugh, I don't. I think dude, I had Carroll's overrated. Dude, so overrated. And I had Rams as my lock of the week. I saw this one coming. Like yeah. two weeks ago, the Rams should have won, played a horrible game up in Seattle, still almost won. Like Seattle, I mean, they haven't looked good in weeks. Their defense, which I had been hearing about, you know, they're they're improved. They're playing better. Carlos Dunlap, like Jamal yeah, Adams. You can't stop uh, Wolford and Goff. You don't deserve to win that game. Yeah, they gave up 30 points to Wolford. And I know there was the pick six, but still, 23 points to Wolford and Goff is not going to cut it in a playoff game. Now, the Rams, their defense is looking elite. And um, if Aaron Donald's healthy against the Packers, that's not going to be an easy defense for that team to go up against. But if, I, big I will, if. He's, I think he's going to play regardless. Even if he's banged up, like he's going to play. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the whole Goff and Wolford thing, it seemed like they just decided to play Wolford over Goff. Like, Goff was yeah. clearly healthy the, enough to play. McVay's out on on uh, Goff. I don't well first. I don't know if if uh, Goff is healthy enough to play because his thumb looked pretty messed up there. Like they zoomed in on it, he couldn't really bend it. He had not that much mobility. They were just kind of throwing it out in the flat. But even before that, like yeah, I think they were pretty comfortable, and the team was more fired up with uh, Wolford, which is a pretty big indictment on Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's McVay's time to move, move on, on from Jared Goff after yeah. this season. I mean, we've been um, saying it like. You got to be moving on if you can't. And, like you didn't win a Super Bowl with him with that great defense two years ago. Like you're not going to get any better going forward. We know what Jared Goff is. And yeah. And one thing. One thing about yeah. One thing about the Rams too is uh, Whitworth is back. That their left tackle, all yeah, pro nice. left tackle, and I think that that's going to help them. That helped them in that game. Um, I mean, having your left tackle back always helps. So 
Um, and then that defense is just absolutely loaded. Like um, you've got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, John Johnson, like their secondary Williams, the pick six dude, you've got um, guys making plays all over the field. So best defense versus the best offense this week. And uh, we'll break that game down towards the end of this pod. Uh, Jerry, what game do you want to talk about next? Uh, I mean, if you don't want to go to college just yet, um, I mean, we talk about Taylor Heineke. He was, I mean, played way Dude. better than I thought. Like that, I mean, that game was close. Taylor. Like it wasn't like Tampa Bay was winning the entire time, but it wasn't like he was a comfortable lead. Yeah. It makes me question why they started Haskins all those games over him. I mean, this guy looked great. Um, yeah. Rivera was saying how he's such a hard worker and, and all this stuff. And, and he played really he's well. Basically everything that Dwayne Haskins is not. <laughs> yeah. And this makes me wonder, like, how, because Washington's done. I mean, congrats to them. They had this all right season. But Tampa Bay, I mean, mean, they came to this game winning four in a row. Um, Everyone's saying how they're figured themselves out. And yet Brady did look pretty good, not going to lie. Yeah, he did. He did. But they weren't weren't lighting it up, though, which was, like, it was interesting. Like, I mean, it looks like he was throwing the ball pretty well, but they weren't exactly putting points on the board. They were leaving points out there. They were either just out of field goal range or punted a couple times. Like, I, I don't know. This Bucks team, like, I have high hopes for them. And I think I'm really excited to talk about Saints Bucks. Like, that's going to be a really fun game. I got some takes about yeah. that, Tosh. But Jeez. I don't know. Like, you, you not blowing out the, the Washington football team is a little pause for concern. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, they're going to have to play better against the Saints. Like that defense did not look very good. And I thought their defense, you know, when they played the Packers earlier this year, their defense looked really good. So um we'll pay attention to that. Um I wanted to touch on the Bills Colts because I thought the Colts are one of the better teams in the playoffs. Um and the Bills kind of drew bad luck having to play them in the first round, I think. You know, that's just a good co- a well coached team. You've got a good running game. They're playing pretty well, a good defense. And the Bills easily could have lost that game, but Josh Allen played well enough. Diggs showed up in the second half, and their defense uh, made enough stands at the end. I know you're not high on the Bills, but... I mean, the Bills didn't cover. Good teams win, great teams cover. Okay? I had the Bills to cover because I didn't think the Colts were that good with Phillip Rivers, which they're not. I mean, mean, they're solid all around, but, like, clearly they didn't win, so, like, they're not that good. Um, yeah, and, but I mean, like, I would, I would have the Colts ahead of almost every team that remains in the AFC. Um, I would pick over them over Baltimore? the Browns. No, I would, no, I like probably I like, over Baltimore. No, I like Baltimore more than the Colts. But yeah, we'll get the Baltimore. I, mean, I, I, I also said I was thinking. I said before the game that Baltimore was going to beat Tennessee. It's hard to you know lose three times in a row to the same you were, rivalry. And I was all over right, Baltimore. You were, you were spot on about that. I thought Baltimore would win too. Um, but I didn't know, I, I didn't know if, if they, you know, I, I was half and half on that game. I thought Baltimore is the better yeah. team, but I just don't trust Lamar Jackson. And I know Lamar is getting all this buzz. Got that first, first playoff play. win. Yeah. Okay. He got his first playoff win, but the dude put up 20 points against one of the worst. Dude, I kind of like him. NFL. I mean, I know I'm foreshadowing here a little bit, but I kind of like him getting a second playoff win, uh, against the bills. So that's interesting because I don't, and I don't think we've in our picks, I don't think we've picked the opposite side of the game all season long um, in our picks. And I think that might happen. Playoff time, baby. It's picks, playoff time. I guess based on, yeah, it is. And there's not many games to pick from, um, no. but dude, Lamar, I, I just think 
I what we know about Lamar stay true after that game, and it's that the dude is a great runner, one of the best running quarterbacks I've ever seen. But when it comes down to it, and it's third and seven, and he has to hit his back foot and make a good throw, it's just the high, the it's probability of that happening is not very high. <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so yeah. that's why I still worry about him. I thought Tennessee, dude, Mike Rabel, like. I know it's his whole thing to run the ball and get you got Derrick Henry, but dude, you can't just against a solid defense who's well coached. You're not just going to be able to run Derrick Henry in the middle of the field every single play and have something yeah. happen. Like yeah, the Ravens learned from their first Brown. meeting. <laughs> yeah, you've got AJ Brown, you've got Johnny Smith, you've got Tannehill who's pretty good at getting on the ball. You've got Corey Davis, like. Let's make some things happen, throw the ball around, get the ball in A.J. Brown's hands, and put up more than 13 points at home yeah. in the playoffs. It kind of sucks like how limited Ryan Tannehill looked after like the great season that he had in that playoff game. It was pretty disappointing. And I thought it was going to be a yeah. lot higher scoring than it was. Uh, like, I, I mean, the first two games that they played were pretty back and forth like all the way through and ended up in like the 30s, high 30s, if I remember correctly. And this one was almost the opposite where it was what 1730 yeah. uh, 1710 like yeah or 2013 whatever it was the, the, um, the titans just couldn't get anything going um one last game though is the bears at the saints and jerry you had this one as your upset and we knew it was a risky pick and i honestly don't think it was that bad of a pick if that kid catches the ball in the end zone um on the bears that mims dude that would have been a close game but yeah, God, it wasn't like, like the Saints were lighting up. Their offense is terrible. Um, but I'm gonna exactly. save that. I'm gonna save that take, but and for a little bit later in the pod, dude. But the um, Bears, stay tuned for like, this take. It was just so obvious that they couldn't get anything going on offense. Like Mitch Trubisky, it's just when things aren't going well for him, he's not. If you're the Bears, it's time to move on. It's time to move on yeah. from Mitch. Time, like, it's time to move on from Mitch. Um, you know he's, he's done. Good. Do anything you can to get a different guy in there. So. Um, a guy that could draft from the natty, Bama, Mac Jones, lit it up last Sheesh. night, throwing all Tavante Smith. He had 200 yards, three touchdowns, all by halftime. Insane performance. Um, I'm not a huge Bama guy, but I'm a very anti-Ohio State guy, so I, I was pretty happy with last night. Um, Dude, saving undisputed makes... great college coach. Oh, uh, easily. You know, Dude, so this like, makes me question got? how good Tua really is. If Matt Jones can throw five touchdowns and 500 yards in the natty against Ohio State, Tua barely did anything last year. Andy, Jerry, Judy, and Harry Ruggs, along with Smith and Waddell. Like, God, the Dolphins are in some trouble with Tua. But um, yeah. Oh, what do you like? What do you think about that? If you're the Texans and you package Deshaun for uh, Tua, the fourth pick, and a couple other picks, just for a little sidetrack uh, here. I, like I think you keep Deshaun. Um, and yeah, but if Deshaun him. wants out, though, like he clearly doesn't want to play for the Texans. Like if he's just like I'm not suiting up for you guys, you have to trade me. Then what do you do? I would I would say we're not trading you and wait it out. Um, and James just, Harden if treatment. He, if he doesn't want to play, then he can sit on the sideline for the next four years while he's under contract, and then use that leverage and then maybe trade him. Um, but I think like if you trade him while, as he's requesting his trade with his stock low, you're just not going to get as much for him. Um, I mean, I don't know if maybe, his stock's low. He just led the NFL in passing yards, so I, I think it's pretty high. That's right now. true, the but Texans, I think the leverage. Like if the Texans want to get the most back, like I think now's a good time to move him. I think the leverage that you have when you're requesting a trade, like 
everyone know I mean there I guess there's more buyers, but um yeah. I don't know. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Don't trade him. That's unless you absolutely have to. Um, but yeah. more on that after <laughs> the Super Bowl when we get to the NFL free agency part of the uh, right, right. Back to the natty Tosh. Hit, hit me with your natty take. Football. Yeah, dude. Um, first take is, dude. This college football thing is kind of getting ridiculous. Like, it's just Alabama versus the field. Like, if I'm a recruit. And I understand, like, you go to Alabama because Nick Saban's going to get the most out of you and you have a good season, one good season there, you get drafted and blah, blah, blah. But, dude, can these recruits stop going to Bama, Clemson, and Ohio State? Like, mark You're your telling own me if Bama, like, if, if Nick Saban comes to your door and he goes, hey, we'd like to offer you a scholarship dude, and you're 17 to Bama, you're you, not going to say gonna, no? <laughs> dude, say fuck you. I'm going to go to a school like Oregon and make my own way and, and beat Nick beat Saban like in Cal, the fucking championship. Get beat by Oregon State. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I understand dude, why gotta... they do it, but it's just like, God, these recruits need to go somewhere else. Um, That's one thing. And then also... But if you're trying to this... be the best, you want to play for the best, you want to be playing for the national championship. Like, I get it, though, if you're 17, bright-eyed. Like, I mean, there's two yeah. ways to do it. The way you're talking about where, like, you could be the guy at a school... Or you could actually win in college and be in the best spot to be drafted at Bama and Clemson and Ohio State. Yeah, okay. I kind of blew my load about the uh, <laughs> the next segment we're going to do about making college football competitive again. But about back to the natty, dude. This Alabama offense was insane this year. You've got Matt Jones, who's a first-round quarterback. You've got Najee Harris, who's a very good running back. Yep. You've got Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman. I don't think Dude, we've talked about that on that pod, but... I don't get... I, it, like, I understand he won the Heisman, and every time I watch him, he lights it up. Uh, there's just nothing when I'm watching or looking at that dude that's just like, oh, this guy's by far the best wide receiver in college, or, like, could be in the NFL, and I'm just like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know if it's a combination of size, speed, like, hands, quickness. Like, I, like he just seems to dust everybody he lines up against, no matter who it is. Yeah, dude, he's just insane. He's he's not built very big, but he's right. like he's but he's not small. It just seems either. like he's he's insanely quick and just very elusive. And like, I think I mean he might not even be the top receiver drafted from his own team, and he won the Heisman. That Waddell might you go ahead Waddell, of him yeah. in the draft, but like, dude, this dude's gonna be a really good NFL receiver, I think, and I think people are even sleeping on him given the fact that he's won Heisman, scored four touchdowns and 200 yards in the first half of the Natty. Um, Disgusting. So yeah, dude, this this Bama team is insane, and I think that that Ohio State team was just not even on the same like this Bama team wouldn't be playing Northwestern and Indiana close, like they just wouldn't. No. Those would be 30-point games. This Bama team is um, not playing anybody close, as we just saw. Yeah. Um, They're running but away with back, it, yeah. Dude, back to making college football more competitive. One thing that drives me crazy about college football is all the clock stops after a first down. Um, yeah. Because, A, it just makes these games take forever. Forever. Like, I, forever. I don't know how the many The end of the people... first half took, like, three hours. Like, the last, like, yeah, two minutes. dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then um, what that also does is... It makes it makes it so all these teams have so many possessions in the game. Like you saw in the Natty, the score was twenty eight seventeen at halftime. Like all these teams have so many possessions in one in a game that it just makes it so that the best teams like typically win. 
Um, along with all the passing that these teams are doing now, the clock just stops so much and each team gets the ball so many times that like, like this game, if it's, you know, if there was only 10 possessions in the game, it would have been reasonably close. It would have been a good game, but since there's 20, like the better team's just going to pull away. Um, so that's been driving me a little bit crazy. Um, and then lastly is the, uh, the playoff, like, when you're promoting a system where only four teams get in the playoff, you're going to have all the kids going to one of six schools because those are the only six schools who have a chance in the playoff. Like expand the playoff to eight teams. The winner of each conference gets in the playoff. The straight up bid. winner of each conference in the playoff. And one at large best, bid. Dude, best. I think if they expand to eight, you get the best group of five in the playoff. So you get a group of five team. You get the five power conference winners. You get two at-large bids, and you play it out. 18 playoff. Screw everyone who says these kids can't be playing extra games. I think we saw Dude, this if they're year, playing no during really COVID, they can their play health. one extra game or two extra yeah. games. Come on. That's, college football is legit. They're just hiding behind that. Come on. They can make it six or eight. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. Um, so make playoff eight teams, winners of each power five, best uh, – group of five so this year it would have been cincinnati gets in the playoff and then you get two at-large bids which this year would have been what like notre dame and texas a&m so would, yeah, i would have liked to see texas a&m in the playoff um i mean this year it wouldn't really have mattered bam was just super fucking good but like if you make the playoff bigger so, players are going to be more apt to go to schools that aren't one of the six teams competing for the playoff sure and then last thing here in college before we go back to this weekend's nfl which i'm excited about um, I mean, we both just said Bam was completely dominant. Nobody was running with them. Um, I wanted to do the little thought comparison of this year's Bama's team versus last year's LSU team because last year's LSU team was unanimously the best college football team we've ever seen. I think, like, everybody I talked to, and I, I think that. Um, and then this year's Bama team happened. Um, I think our, like, people's memories are pretty short-lived, and I still think that last year's LSU team with Joe Burrow is better and this year's Bama team. What do you think? Dude, I think that team probably had more um, just like, I mean, Burrow, I think, is better than Matt Jones. And like, oh, for sure. That team, that team has a ton of NFL talent. But I also think that when you've got Nick Saban going up against, as much as I love Coach O. Yeah, Saban versus O. It's a big, big L for O. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. We'll never see that, but. Um, I mean, that Bama team last year was not as good, and LSU beat them, so um, I don't know. Yeah, It's close. It is. It is. I wish. I know. That's one thing about college. Like, you, can never, you can never match up the two, like, massive. That's the thing about college, though. Like, it's rare that you get one season where both teams are super dominant. Like, we had one where it was Clemson and Bama, but it's rare that you see it often where, because, like, even Bama has those down years where they'll lose two games and not make the playoff. And it's yeah. just hard to be consistently dominant. But uh, speaking of consistently dominant, my guy, uh, the NFL, your boy Aaron Rodgers, first game of the weekend, the Rams and the Packers. Packers by seven at Lambeau. Um, so firstly, I'll start off here on this one. I don't think the Rams are can win this game with whoever they start at quarterback. The only shot they have is if Donald or Aaron Donald is just an absolute home wrecker up the middle, which he's shown he can be, but he's a little bit banged up. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has to keep the ball away from Jalen Ramsey because he's really at the top of his game. 
I don't know. Ramsey, Ramsey versus um, Devontae Adams is going to be pretty interesting, especially in the cold and Lambo. Let's see what happens there. Dude, that's that's a really good matchup. And it, this game, yeah. best offense versus best defense. Number one offense, yeah. number one defense facing off. And it's supposed to be about like 30 degrees kickoff in, at Lambo. That's so beautiful not, not, for Lambo. Yeah, not <laughs> too gorgeous. bad, which and part of me is like, okay, that's that will you know, it's not too bad. I think Jared Goff won't be too... I mean, it's still pretty fucking cold, 30 degrees. I mean, he can't feel his um, thumb anyways. I don't think it'll matter too much. But I, I, I do think, though, that that this game, if the Packers don't turn the ball over, it's hard for me to picture the Rams um, being able to score with the Packers, even if they get some stops. Like, you're not just going to completely shut down Aaron Rodgers unless there's turnovers. Unless you're the um, Bucks. Yeah, but that game there was turnovers. You know, yeah. Rogers threw two picks. And the, hey, the Rams could do it though. Their defense could definitely cause some turnovers. Um, exactly. But I agree with you. Like the um, Packers, I don't see them losing. I mean, we were just talking about I like a week the, ago how good they are. All this talk about the Devonte Adams versus Jalen Ramsey matchup and how Ramsey shut down Metcalf. Um, let's let's not forget that the Rams lost to the. Uh, they lost to the Jets just like two weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not yeah, saying that. Did. The, I'm not by no means do I think this game is just easy win for the Packers. Um, but I do think the Rams are getting a little bit too much hype at the moment. Um, just about Ramsey and their defense. I mean, their defense is great, but dude, Devontae Adams is great too. And if you plan on covering Devontae Adams one-on-one the entire game, he's going to win some of those. Yeah. yeah he's going to win some of those matchups. And, um, you know, I think it'll be a big Aaron Jones game. I think Jonesy matched up on some linebackers in the past. A couple weeks too late um, for me. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to take this game for one of my picks. But um, I'd be, I'd be somewhat leaning the Packers in this. But dude, it's playoff football. And it's weird, dude. Happen. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say that, like the the Packers. Uh, I, yeah, I also kind of don't like where the lines at. And like, you would think the Packers cover seven. But I took a lot of the home favorites to cover last weekend, and they just didn't. The games were way closer. The spreads were too big. It was weird. Um, like, I thought the Bills were going to blow up the Colts. Um, I thought that the Tampa Bay Bucks would win by but, more than they did, and they didn't. So does that, does that theory come back and kind of like um, now it's on the other side where all these home favorites win and cover just because they didn't last week? Or do you think it's the same thing? We're sure as shit going to find out. I'll tell you that much. But if Packers Rams at seven, I, I don't like anyways. Uh, but yeah. you did mention overhyped. And I meant to circle back to this because the next game on the docket is the Bills. And uh, I think Josh Allen's overhyped. It's Ravens, Bills, Saturday night football. It's a huge game. That's actually a great spot for that game. Saturday night. That's absolutely electric. Um, over under that 50. First? They're going to be going up and down the field like all game. Uh, it's Bills by two. Dude, at first I was kind of pissed that the Browns were beating the Steelers because I wanted to see Baltimore, Kansas City. But I do think Cleveland, Kansas City is a good matchup. And now Ravens Bills is an insane matchup. That's a great one. And you know, the Ravens, they they've won how many games have they won in a row? Like five or six? And I mean yeah. Lamar yeah. Lamar's They're hot Lamar's at the right time. You could say that, but they've also played some bad teams. Terrible and- teams like the Jags. <laughs> yeah, and, and the Titans defense, who they only put up 20 points yeah. on. And I think the Bills got a good test last week. They got, you know, Colts came in. The Colts got a nice lead. 
Um, yeah. But the Bills, you know, you know they they were thinking, you know, are we legit? Like, is it was this whole season kind of a fluke? And they came back. They answered. They answered the uh, the bell. And and I I really like the Bills in this game. I like that the numbers moved from uh, three to two in this game because you know the yeah, public on the Ravens, Ravens. And, the, yeah. and the public's always wrong. Um, and I've been on the wrong side of that many times this year. So I think like it's a bad, it's not a great matchup in the sense that the Ravens run the ball and the bills um, run defense is bad. But I do think that the bills with McDermott are smart enough to know how to rush Lamar Jackson and keep him in the pocket, uh, keep it. So he doesn't break free. And so I, I think, you know, I, I think the bills are going to win this game. And so two points, um, yeah, um, I'll take. I so I hate I hate both these teams. <laughs> um, I was like trying to think about who I would pick, who do I root for. I despise the Ravens as a franchise <laughs> from all the games the Pats had with them. Um, the Bills is weird because like they're in the division and they've always been like the little brother and like now they're having a great season. And like I don't hate that the Bills are doing well. That's fine. I just hate all the hype that Josh Allen's getting. I want to make that distinction because I think people are always like, oh, you're just hating on the Bills because you're a Pats fan. No, I'm hating on Josh Allen because I think he's overrated. I'm not saying he's bad. I just think he hasn't earned, you know, all the praises he's getting. So we'll see how he does in his second playoff game at home. Uh, Dude, I feel like I, he played pretty well, though, last week. Yeah, but not well enough to cover. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I don't know. The line minus two, I could easily see the Ravens winning this. I, I really don't have a good sense of this game. Like, I think it's going to be pretty close back and forth. Uh, what do you think about the over under at 50? Cause I could see like both these offenses are electric, but I've also seen both these offenses struggle to move the ball throughout the season at times. Not obviously when they're both letting it up, but I don't know. Dude. I mean, I think that if the, I think if the bills get a, uh, I think if the bills get a lead, I don't think the Ravens are going to be able to move the ball very much. Cause Lamar, right. as we've noted, can't throw. Um, so that's but what about the Bills for... run game though? Isn't that kind of isn't is Zach Moss out? Like I mean, he's out. But I, dude, yeah. I think the way that that Allen's playing, I think that they don't really need a run game, and I almost like that they're not going to be doing all these second and long runs, first down runs where they get two <laughs> yards and get in long. Like yeah, but that Ravens secondary looked nice last week. They've unleashed Josh Allen. He's a really good quarterback, and I think. Uh. Bills get an early lead. Lamar can't throw, and it's back that narrative. Um, I think the Bills will. I think the Bills will be in the, uh, barring the weather, which is something to check. I think the Bills would be in the in the low, thirties in this game, maybe high twenties. And I don't know if the Ravens get above twenty four in this game. I was thinking twenty four um, so, somewhere around there, yeah. So I think it'll be right around that number. Um, uh, okay, fun game next, dude. We, I mean, we. I was just talking about how these spreads were massive and uh, nobody covered the first week. So this one's also massive. First game on Sunday, the Browns, the upset alert Browns and the Kansas City Patrick Mahomes dominant, well, dominant enough, 15-1 Chiefs. Spreads minus 10. The over-under is 56. Uh, Vegas expects a shootout and the Chiefs to pull away. Uh, my counter-argument to that is like the Chiefs, I played everybody close this year in the regular season. I kind of don't like them covering 10 points as crazy as that sounds to the Browns and Baker Mayfield at home. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that the chiefs are going to win this game, but 10 seems like a massive spread, especially if you get Stefanski back this week. 
Yeah, and dude, you had no doubt in your mind that the Steelers were going to win that game against the Browns last week too. Same it's with true. me. So the Browns so. are about to upset the. <laughs> I don't think dude. so. I think uh, I think the Chiefs win this game. I think the Chiefs win too. I mean, you're not going to pick money line against. Maybe stay tuned, but <laughs> uh, wow. money line against the Chiefs is never the best call. It seems like, but. Um, Dude, ten points is a lot. Like, like ten points, and you're not you're, you're thinking about it in the sense where it's like ten points, like, like it's a close game, and the Chiefs pull away. It could be a blowout in the a backdoor Brown cover score. Yeah, in the Brown score, you gotta love late. a backdoor cover. You know, it could be a sixteen. It could be thirty-one, fifteen, and then the Browns score a late touchdown to to cover. So, ten points is a lot for two playoff teams, especially second round of the playoffs uh, and the chiefs just have not been playing great um the andy read off a of buy factor i mean let me be the 50th person to mention that this week but um and in the fact that the chiefs might just come out you know guns blazing after you know you know their coaches are like you know we haven't beaten anyone that much all year like let's come out there boys and let's just beat down the browns um so Dude, I I think this game. If I were to take one side, it would be Cleveland minus ten. But, um, dude, I I don't know. I got dude. The, un- 10, the yeah. under is the under is kind of appealing to me. Like, is Baker made yeah. like for for the under to not hit? The Chiefs are either gonna have to be in the forties, or the Browns are gonna have to be like in the thirties. Thirties, yeah. I kind of like. So the are the Browns, too. dude? Are the Browns gonna get to? 30 or are the chiefs going to get the 40? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so I I'm feel like the sure. under could be the play in that game. Um, but, um, I don't know. Anything else on that one? No, I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up. It's Mahomes I, I versus this Baker. A, this, and this is a fun that's... game. I, I'm excited for yeah. this game and see if the, the Browns can get up and run the ball and maybe get a turnover or two. Cause we all know Mahomes does like to throw some picks fumble see miles garrett strip sack fumble so recovered for a touchdown if something like that happens early in the game the browns get up and they can you know feed hunt little revenge game feed chubb um then they'll have a shot um but how about this one gary last one of the day sunday night uh tampa bay at new orleans we all have the you know we all know your theory jerry the third time Dude, uh, it's the third time that the previous team wins two. It's intra division. The other team's got to have one. I don't. It's so hard to win three times. I get it. The Saints are getting that like three point home favorite, but there's no fans in the Superdome. Um, you know they ended up winning comfortably against the Bears, but it's not like they blew them out. It was seven three at half. Like they struggled to move the ball when it counted down in the red zone. Uh, and like the Bucks. Listen, Drew Brees is washed. John Brady is not washed. Uh Brady's been moving the ball. I think the Saints defense is legitimate. They're good. Um, but so is the Bucks. And I think that like I, I just I don't get why New Orleans is favored in this one. I really like if you watch both teams, you can't tell me that New Orleans is better right now. Like I there's just no way. So uh yeah, dude, I up? feel exactly the same way. And which is why we should take New Orleans money line. <laughs> yeah that does make sense i see uh i was gonna have um tampa as my upset of the week because i'm riding my boy brady i don't really like the other games i don't think new orleans is that good um 
I yeah, New I feel Orleans like a lot of public good. money. I feel like a lot of public money is going to be coming on Tampa and like the Saints. This is one of those games where we're both just like, yeah, dude, like there's no way that Bucks lose this game, and then New Orleans definitely wins money. Line. Dude, we've seen that it's a bad matchup for Tampa too. I've, weren't we both on Tampa last time they played and they lost? Yeah, but like I'm still on Tampa this time. <laughs> yeah, dude, I want. That's the thing I, they got blown out. Do you remember? Do you remember when Brady got blown out against the Chiefs and everyone's like, "Oh, Brady's done." He went on to the Super Bowl that year, and I'm not saying he's going to win the Super Bowl this year, but I think that he's definitely putting the time in the film against that Saints game. Like, I he's not going to be throwing Dude, this, it. This is one where I, you know, I'll look at the spreads to start off the week. I'll see oh, Tampa minus three. What? I'm taking Tampa this week, and like, the more I think about it, the more that. I'm just always wrong when it's like that. And I want to go with, <laughs> you know, I want to pick them. Cause I'm like, yep. Yeah. Saints aren't that good, but like, I don't know. I might, I, and I don't know where else to roll with my upset. You know, I, there's not I, too many good one, opportunities for the upset. You're looking other... at Rams over Packers, Ravens over bills, the Browns over the Kansas city chiefs or the bucks over new Orleans. I'm personally as my upset of the week, taking the bucks. Because one, I want to root for Tom Brady over New Orleans. I don't want to root for the Ravens over the Bills. I don't really want to root for the Bills over the Ravens. I don't think Cleveland has a shot against KC to win that game. And I don't really want to put my faith in John Wolford or Jared Goff. So that's what it really just comes down to. So we're getting into the picks here. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Dude, one thing on the picks, I just wanted to read to our listeners who sometimes wonder how how we're doing on those picks. Um, So if you would listen to my upset of the week and Jerry's lock of the week every week. And you bet a hundred bucks each week. You would be up over $500 right now. Pretty good return. Jerry's Jerry's 61% on his lock of the week. How many, Jerry, do you remember how many weeks you could in a row? Let me count one, two, three, four, five, six. Jerry said six locks in a hey row. Man, that's, that's that's why I gave my upset first. <laughs> I got to get that out of the way so I can give you my lock in a little bit. So Jerry's hit six locks in a row. He's sixty one percent this season. Seven. And you're getting these picks for free, so that's pretty freaking good. On my upsets, I'm fifty percent on my upset. That's plus. That's gonna make you value. some money. That yep. is gonna make yep. you a lot of money. Fifty percent on my upsets of the week. And you know what? I'm going for my upset of the week. I am taking Baker Mayfield to go into Arrowhead Stadium and upset Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm feeling pretty dangerous. Uh, I don't want, you know, I don't want Tampa Bay. I don't want the Rams. I don't want Baltimore. So I'm going with Baker. I think they have the best chance this week to upset any one of these teams. I know the spread's 10 points. I don't give a fuck. They went into Pittsburgh. They beat up Pittsburgh. They're going to do the same to Patrick Mahomes. He's going to throw two picks in the first half. Cleveland's going to get up by 17, and they're going to be running the ball. Kareem Hunt's going to have a day. I'm going with Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski, and the Cleveland Browns. Well, uh, that's that's all well and good of you to say, but uh, your upset is against my lock of the week on Kansas City Chiefs money line. I'm taking them to win that game. Uh, There's no way the Browns pull off two back to back upsets. Uh, Even though Stefanski is coming back, you got the Chiefs off of bye. Not that I'm saying Andy Reid off the bye is what's special. It's like the Chiefs are rested up. Uh, They're at home. They have 
more offensive weapons and a better quarterback than the Browns do. Yes, the Browns can run the ball a little bit better, but you can't run the ball that much when you're playing from behind. So I don't really see that being a factor. Can Miles Garrett get to Patrick Mahomes? Maybe if he can catch him, you got to catch Patty Mahomes first. Is Patty Mahomes a little bit reckless? He can be, but he's going to be making up for it when he's throwing 50 yards over the top to Tyree Kill, throwing it 10 to 15 yards at a time to Travis Kelsey. Uh, no doubt. I'm going with the no doubt again. Uh, against the Cleveland Browns that they get eliminated this week. As as Chase Claypool said, uh, don't worry about that. They're, uh, they'll be taken care of next week. So, no worries. Dude, everything the Steelers have been saying about the Browns is wrong. So, <laughs> I wish Chase Claypool would keep talking because uh, hopefully he's going to be wrong. And, and, I mean, dude, I don't hate the, uh, the Chiefs money line pick. I mean, that's probably the safest pick of the week. So, I can't blame yeah, it's not. That. Listen, it's not but, out uh, there on a limb. But I don't like the line for the Packers. I, I'm i not putting any money on Ravens-Bills. So I hate both of them. I don't like the line. I don't like the over-under. I hate all that. I wouldn't even look at that game if it wasn't for this, the pool I was in, you know, picking all those. Um, but, yeah, I'm not trying to give give that out to anybody else because I don't want that smoke when that goes sideways on that game. Take KC money line. Listen, you're not going to make that much money, but you're going to hit that lock again. Seven straight weeks, baby. Let's make it happen. Dude, for my lock of the week, I'm going Buffalo minus two over the Ravens. I just think the Bills are the better team. It's two points. They should win by more than two. Um, I think this will be a two touchdown game. I don't I think wow, the Ravens two are gonna get down. Game. The Ravens are gonna get down early. Lamar's not gonna be able to throw. The Bills pass these very good. Um, if the Ravens get down early, this game's over. It's on the road, Lamar's gonna throw some interceptions. Um, the Bills got tested last week. They got three hitters out, and I, I just think Buffalo's a much better team. Like, they, you know, the Ravens lost to the Steelers twice. The Bills handled the Steelers. Um, and, and and I just, Buffalo's a better team. They're going to take care of business at home. And, uh, and, and, yeah, thoughts on that, Jerry? I'm just sad that Bills Mafia doesn't get to be at full throat in those games. Like, they've waited 20 years, and only 6,700 get to go to those games. That sucks. Like I, I know I, you got to stay away with all the COVID stuff, yeah. but I mean they'll be. I, mean, they'll I, be I, back I fuck with Bills Mafia hard. Like how could you not? <laughs> Dude, they'll be back for years to come with Josh Allen at quarterback. I mean that is a uh, that's a guy that's a guy to have at quarterback for the next fifteen years. I know you're not so on them, but when he goes to the well, Super Bowl, when the Bowl Patriots this year, take uh, when the Patriots take somebody that nobody's ever heard of in like the second round <laughs> this year, and you'll they'll be sorry. <laughs> so, so there are picks, there are lost and upsets of the week. Um, stay tuned for next week's pod as we break down the divisional game um, and, and preview the conference championship, um, which will be fun. We'll see if we still do locks and upsets for that week. We're, we're still rolling along. Getting a little that. bit limited, but yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> um, and, and, and we'll talk NBA soon, as well as MLB offseason. Um, and and we'll, we'll break down the MLB offseason. It's been kind of slow, but um, there's some there's some stuff trickling down, um, so we'll, we'll break that down, and um, and we'll talk some college basketball and, and whatnot. So, um, Jerry, good podding with you today. Take care, and uh, we'll talk next week.